0: The don't follow these All right, thank you, everybody, and welcome back to the Create One Podcast. I am your host, Michael Real, and today we have special guest, and I'm going to let her introduce herself.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Alyssa Vellis, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for coming. Um, I wanted to get this underway, this podcast, because um, this is like a special episode that we're going to be talking about full-blown business and we're going to be talking about your business and it's great because this is something that I wanted for the podcast to you know elevate in the evolution of where I'm going with my episodes Mm -hmm. and we haven't specifically talked about business and you being a business owner this is going to be a fun conversation because I can probably hit on some topics because of what your particular business is. I've have kind of dabbled into. So with that said, um, can you let the audience know a little bit about yourself and uh, what your business is?
1: Yeah. So uh, basically, I have a online women's clothing boutique called Listique. Um, people pronounce it wrong, but it's basically a, a twist on my name. So my name is Alyssa. So Liss and then boutique, Listique. Mm. So yeah. Um, nice little play on words yeah, there. Yeah. So um, yeah, I started my business back in April of 2019. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to hear hit my one year mark. So I'm super, super excited about that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a great creative outlet for me and I've just been learning and growing and it's just, it's been really fun and a great experience so far.
0: That's good. Yeah. And, um, did you grow up in Southern California? Yes, I did. Where'd you grow up at?
1: Glendale, in California. Glendale, California.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. Um, and you said you've only been in business about almost going on a year now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Have you had any businesses before that, or is this just your first business with uh, Listique?
1: This is my first business, really? yes. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to start getting into some nice uh, conversation, especially okay. for our listeners who you know probably want to open yeah. up a business or create mm-hmm. something, some type of entity. mm mm-hmm. um, How was it? How was it from the start of infancy of when you were just jotting ideas down and it now being what it is? Mm -hmm. Can you take us through the process of what that was like Mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of backstory, too, on how it evolved into Mm -hmm. from where it was on paper somewhere Mm -hmm. until what it is now?
1: Yeah. So uh, basically, before I even came up with like I want my own business, I was modeling. Um, so I, I had wanted to be a model ever since I was young, but coming from the parents that I came from, they were very, uh, career driven for me. You got to go to college. You got to do this like a, a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was never like, not that I wasn't given the opportunity. Cause that sounds really bad. Like they just yeah. didn't want me to do it, but like they didn't encourage it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it wasn't until like I was a little bit older and I could start making my own decisions that I was like, you know what? I want to start modeling This is something I want to try. Mm-hmm. So I started working with, um, different boutiques. I started modeling with, um, you know, other small businesses. And during that process, I was like, wow, like here I am, you know, modeling for other, other boutiques. And I got to kind of see like how they were doing it, how, um, you know they were running their business and stuff like that. And I was like, why can't I do that for myself? Like I, I went to business school, so Mm -hmm. I did um, go to college and I got a business administration degree. Um, So I was like, why can't I do that? I could model for my own business, um, you know, be the face of my brand. And at this time I was also creating a little bit of a following. So I wanted something to like have a brand to represent Mm -hmm. me. And I love fashion. And um, like I said, I was already posting fashion stuff. So that's kind of where it came about. I was like, I could totally do this on my own. Like, why am I not making this a business for myself? Yeah. So that's kind of where it came about. And then, um, honestly, research just, it was an idea. And I went running with it, like, did so much research and uh, Googled a lot of things, like what I need to get started. And um, I did have a little bit of a background. Like I said, I did go to business school. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helped me out a lot, but wholesale and all that was completely new to me like I didn't know anything about it so just really uh, taking the time to research and um, looking at the certain things that I needed to get started I want to say from the time that I had the idea to when I actually got things going it probably took me about like three months Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I took some of my tax return (laughs) saved some of it and bought like my first initial inventory with about I want to say it was about like seven hundred dollars and then from there just went and started taking pictures and
0: and so um how many people are on your team
1: so it's me and my husband and then oh, I wow. do have friends that are also like fashion bloggers and mm-hmm. stuff like that help me like take pictures sometimes and we do like photo shoots and stuff but mostly it's just me and my husband um, I don't want to discredit him but it's like shipping wise and all that is all me but he helps me with like photos um, all the technology stuff like so that. So it's
0: a small circle that's what it's putting into place. So mainly you and the small circle yeah. that is getting things done. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but it also gives you an insight onto just the dedication that you have towards making this brand mm-hmm. and making it work to where you especially where you want it to be, you know, probably like five years down yeah. the line and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it takes that steps. Mm-hmm. And, I'm so glad you're here to discuss this because I, I had a clothing brand. Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't jump off so well. Um, but I went through the motions of, you know, um, buying inventory, you know, reselling it and Mm -hmm. rebranding it or Mm repurposing it or whatever, whatever have been. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot. It's not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. And for you to do that, um, that takes guts that takes like I know a lot of people you know say, "Oh wow, it's just women's fashion no mm-hmm. no i trust me i've I was worked in the women's fashion industry, and it yeah. it's one of those intricate things like you have to know sizes you have to know like the european sizes, you have to know like um like brands tops and you know yeah. stuff. even with my like <clears throat> with my girlfriend mhm you know i'm like oh just pick out that you know it's like no i want something that like falls off like the shoulder or mm-hmm, something you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of intricate things to it, it. yeah but not only that it. just the logistics of it i mm-hmm. mean you know packing and shipping and doing things like that and mm-hmm. you know the the marketing material that you mm-hmm. you're going to have to go through cuz mm-hmm. i've seen your instagram and i've mm-hmm. seen how you market and you know for you just being just yourself mm-hmm. or yourself and your husband in the small little circle mm-hmm. i mean that's where the dream comes true. That's where the dream evolves into something that's going to be, you know, uh, a big corporation one day, but you're starting and you're not afraid. I mean, I'm sure you were afraid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you're taking the leap of faith. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that. Yeah. So that give yourself two pats on the back. Oh, for that.
1: Thank you. No, I really, really appreciate it. And, um, I always say like, uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I do work a nine to five job. So Mm -hmm. this isn't, my business isn't the only thing I'm focusing on. Like I take whatever hours I can to, to really grow it. So, um, you know, for example, while I'm at, like I, while I'm at work, my husband will go and pick up some inventory in in downtown LA for me. And, um, so he's definitely, he he helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, really thankful for him and, you know, to see where that, where it goes.
0: How did he, um, take it when you said like, Oh, I want to, I want to start this brand. I want to start a, a boutique in a sense, an online e-commerce store. Mm-hmm. Like how did he take it when you told him your initial uh, goal to create this? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's always been super, super supportive in anything that I want to try mm-hmm. and any thing that I want to like get into, I dip my toes in. He's always been super, super supportive. Um, you know, he always tries to understand like why and like understand the bigger picture. And, um, he knows that, like, I, I have a lot of creative in me, and mm-hmm. I think we connect on a lot of aspects of that, too. So um, he saw that it, like, was making me happy. Modeling was making me happy. So he was like, you know, you should be doing something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And I, he fully, 100% supports it.
0: And then you told me that you you uh, have a son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How was that? How was having 9 to 5, husband, business, life in general how do you balance those
1: things I don't know I'm just <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> um yeah it's very difficult it's very very difficult I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna sugarcoat it it's not all rainbows and butterflies like I have a lot of days where you know I I'm like oh my gosh this is so hard I can't mm-hmm. do it or or sometimes I'll be like um judging myself like oh I'm not spending enough time with my son or I'm like just, am I doing too many things at once? Should I be focusing on one thing? Um, but I, I try to remind myself of the why, like the reason why I started, and that keeps me motivated as the why, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I, I try to utilize a calendar as much as possible and really shape out that time to like dedicate to like being with my son on the weekends. Um, you know, I'll put him to bed and then stay up late shooting, um, inventory, packing orders and all that, even though I'm so, so, so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wake up like at 6:30 AM every day, get home by like 6 PM, put him to bed by 8:30, and then, you know, stay up and doing all those things. But, um, honestly it makes me so happy. Like I, yeah. I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care. Um, you know, like I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so tired, and I, you don't know, have to go to my job. But just yeah. knowing that I'm putting that time in, even if it's just an hour or two, those one or two hours is like fuels my purpose and fuels my passion so much that it's worth it. You know, and I find any way to make the time.
0: Yeah, um, when it comes to your inventory, um, and I know like the seasonal things. It's kind of kind of my little introduction into women's clothing when I was mm-hmm. working for the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Um, do you prep a season beforehand, two seasons beforehand for like stuff that comes out or like how initially, like what, what did you see in like some of the clothing that you wanted to like put out?
1: Yeah. So when I first started looking around and shopping and Mm -hmm. when I was getting my initial inventory, it was around springtime. And, um, so technically I was shopping in that season. Got it. So, um, you know, I got a lot of like California appropriate things like you know dresses and short sleeve and you know crop tops and um initially like I was going in with a lot of like bold colors and a lot of like pop of like colors and things like that but as I you know we started transitioning into the the next seasons and stuff I I started again like I'm learning as I go so I'm saying okay you have to buy ahead of time and um you know for example for fall I had to start like looking into it in the summertime Um, And even now, for example, we're in winter right now, but I'm already bringing in, um, like, festival stuff, like, for Coachella Mm because spring's coming up. So, um, but I definitely think that's something that has been a challenge because holding on to, like, inventory or something that you don't sell through, it's like, oh, my God, like, okay, we're going on to the next season already so quickly. And I still have all this inventory. So, finding that sweet spot of, like, how much to get and, like... um, really learning your customer. And that's something that like I'm learning is really learning what your customer wants mm-hmm. um, so that you're not spending so much money and yeah, holding on to so it. So you can make a profit. Yeah. I mean, you,
0: yeah, you, you want to buy, um, you know what you can in materials so you yeah. can make a profit. Obviously in the mm-hmm. end, that's like the end result to make the profit. Right. Um, what are some of the marketing tools that you use besides, I mean, well, yeah, social media, we'll talk mm-hmm. about social media. Mm-hmm. Has that been a big help to you? Social media?
1: Yeah and and that's something that i feel like i need to learn a lot more in is Mm -hmm. marketing but i utilized what i knew which was instagram that was like my first go-to and honestly like 95 percent of my referrals well according to my my online um, your analytics analytics (laughs) you know my website (laughs) provider um comes from instagram Mm -hmm. people are directly clicking those links from instagram um but i'm trying to dabble into other areas um you know, obviously Facebook is a huge one too, but um, just utilizing like my platform, and like I create YouTube videos, so utilizing that and my audience, and like trying to cross promote and stuff like that, I think has really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to grow a brand based off of like my personal brand. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I still have a lot to learn in the whole marketing world, like.
0: Well, it's other it's, ways to get into it, you know? Well, I mean, from the stuff that I've seen and the stuff that I've seen that you post and things like that, um, it looks like you've got, you've got it down to be honest. No, really? I mean, Thank you. just your stylistic way of like, mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know your, your uniformed, um, posts,
1: Feed. I've mm-hmm. kind of,
0: I've seen it, um, kind of similar to something that I do on my post cause I like uniform things. I'm mm-hmm. very OCD like that. Yeah, It's aesthetically
1: pleasing,
0: yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. you know? And when you want somebody to visit either your page or your website, you mm-hmm. want it to being experienced yeah um and I actually seen that with your page um and that's like something that I like that's honestly when I click on somebody's profile I kind of look for like okay you know what is their aesthetic about Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. then there are some people who don't do that but that works for them Mm -hmm. not doing that um but yeah I'm so glad like these marketing tools are out there for us Mm -hmm. you know especially because I I came into trying to make a podcast I've never done a podcast before <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is my first time yeah. doing a podcast and I'm so glad like I'm four episodes in now thank you because mm-hmm. of you you're mm-hmm. our fourth episode um but yeah it's a trial and error thing oh, yeah, you know totally. mm-hmm. I I think we we're just talking before we before we started the episode of like I had a trial and error with the cameras because I wanted to do video as well as the audio and mm-hmm. stuff like that and mm-hmm and the lighting location and you almost dying from this, these boards <laughs> that almost <laughs> crushed knocked you. Knocked me out. <laughs> they're, they're styrofoam boards, everybody. So they're <laughs> they're not heavy, but still, I mean, Oh my God.
1: Yeah, no, but. but,
0: but yeah, the trial and error period. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it never goes away because even when you're starting something, like even if you're a company and you want to try something new, there's always a trial and error period. And mm-hmm. like, New tools that you want to try out. Sometimes mm-hmm. they work, sometimes they don't. But it's scary in the beginning because you you want to please your audience. You want to make sure that people either click on your page or buy your stuff. Um, because essentially, this is what you're you're creating. You're creating, and you want people to see it, and you want people to know that I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, and for you, you're you're a, a business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a woman, so that. You know, I I, I know that it, it doesn't hold anything against you, but you have more. You have more Absolutely. to prove, honestly, in, 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 in the industry, because, mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, it's been a male driven world mm-hmm. out there, but it's there's mm-hmm. so much opportunity out there for women. And for me, seeing you do the things that you're doing and talking about it right now, I have a daughter, you know, mm-hmm. and these are the things that I want to bring her into the world and, and see that. You can do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can build a business from the ground up. Yeah. You can, you know, uh, do whatever you'd like to do in your academics and things like that. That's mm-hmm. what I want a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, or for any of our, our children, mm-hmm. I think that's what we want. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, you know, I have so much respect and like, how would I say this? Admiration for, for women in the industry because you guys have elevated and like just this new revolution of just how to do things that us guys really haven't been doing. You know, it's kind of like the same old run, but you guys like evolve and you guys do different things. And it's amazing to see for me in my perspective. Um, You know, I talked to my girlfriend about that a lot, Mm -hmm. just how the industry evolves. Um, And I think that's the reason why I was excited for you to come on this episode, to be honest, for you to talk about this Mm -hmm. and for you to get your brand up because Mm -hmm. that's essentially what I want to do I want to help people with this platform get out there Mm -hmm. Um, but going back to to um, your company Mm -hmm. like did you set any type of goals for yourself where it was like okay I have like this is this time frame I I need to do these certain things and then like a six-month time frame do you do you set goals for yourself when when uh like the year starts or the quarter start of the year.
1: Mhm. Um I think initially I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um I, I again this was like a whole whole new world for me. So um I was just taking things as they came, absorbing as much as I could, learning as much as I could. So at first I didn't. Um but I think now I am even more so. Um so, you know, for example, like, I might set a goal, like, okay, I need to change my website. Like, because sometimes I get a little overwhelmed with, like, I have so much to do. Oh, my gosh, but I don't have enough hours in the day. And, like, what do I do first? Like, okay, I know I need to get this product on the website, but I haven't even worked, worked on my website. Like, aesthetic- yeah. aesthetically, like, how it looks, I hadn't changed it for, like, a really long time. Um, or, like, I, I I'm the type of person that a lot of ideas pop into my head, and then they just, like, stay there. Like, I wasn't utilizing, like journaling and writing things down as they came to me. So now I'm really learning to to write things down, like ideas, mm-hmm. um putting those goals down like okay, this week I'm going to work on the website and get like two new items up or something like that or like take pictures of these two two items this weekend. Yeah. Um I really utilize my weekends a lot as well since like I said I do have like a 9 to 5 job during the week. So I'll before the weekend hits, I'll be like, okay, what am I gonna get this done done this weekend? Am I gonna film a YouTube video or am I gonna go out and do, shoot some product? So um, I think that's kind of how I approach it right now is just kind of setting like a time frame of like what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely something I could get better at for sure. So
0: yeah, you're talking about the time frame of of like your goals and maybe getting better at that. I think I need to get better at that too because like right now it's kind of just like who I'm getting. Let me get them on there, cut the content up, put it up on social and stuff like that. That's something I need to get better at, too. Um, is there one thing that you that you want to improve on that you know you can improve on besides the time frame thing?
1: Um, I would definitely say marketing, honestly. I think I'm used to a certain way of doing things that, like it's been working for me, but I know there's so much room for growth and things change so, so much that I think I need to maybe try taking pictures a different way or like, um, utilizing, I don't know, like emails, for example, like that's something that I'm, I'm not like capturing right now. Like I could totally be utilizing that and sending out emails. And, um, there's just like so much that I want to do with my business and that I want to grow. Um, so I definitely think, like the marketing aspect I,
0: I think video is a good, um, is one of those good tools to use. Cause I like, for me, honestly, when I'm looking at a product, whether it's like on Amazon or whatnot, I kind of look towards people's or not, not people's videos, but the company videos on how they market that product. Cause that kind of what captures you in. And especially nowadays, you're able to put that on like Instagram, Facebook and stuff like that. Um, I think that's the reason why I wanted to do a video-based YouTube um, with the audio for the podcast, because I wanted to try to, like, capture different areas with it. Because I know some people like to drive, and they want to hear a podcast, and they want to hear that, you know, on their way to work or when they're at work. And then, like, I want to have the YouTube version where we record it so somebody can see it, so somebody can see who I am and see my guests and be like... That person looks interesting. Yeah, Let me like, go check out Listique. They like, don't know the
1: face behind it. Or, yeah. yeah.
0: And that's the great thing about now, today, you know, like we're so open to, you know, put the face out uh, behind the brand just to see how the brand is as a whole. To me, I like that. I like to see who I'm going to be buying from. And recently, I've been buying locally from, you know, small businesses. And people who have just been putting themselves out there to create something with their business. Because I want to support that. I feel like it's a community thing, you know, within this community, whether it's Southern California or in general, just somebody's small business. I feel like Mm -hmm. you know where it's going. You know, if, like, somebody buys something from you, it's not just going to go back into your pocket. It's going to go to your kid. It's going to go to your family, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. That for me, that's more better than, you know, going to, you know, one of these big old corporation yeah. stores and just buying mm-hmm. some. Although, you know, obviously everybody does it. Yeah. But it's good to put money in the community's pocket. Yeah. So that way, you know, we can help the next generation grow. For for instance, you know, yeah. your son mm-hmm. and, you know, for my daughter, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever I do end up making from like photography or like from video, it goes right back into mm-hmm. the family budget. Mm-hmm. And what are we doing next? Mm-hmm. You know? hmm
1: I I totally, totally get that. Like, I am a huge, huge small business supporter. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, just me, me knowing because I'm on that side. um, But I'm also on like, the other side of the spectrum too. Because, like I said, I I also post like fashion, like posts and blogs. So like, I do work with other businesses as well on the other spectrum of it. So like, I kind of see both sides. And that's why like, I am a huge small business supporter. And that's why i totally believe in like collaboration over competition you know there's so many other women out there that have online boutiques but i don't see it as like a competition cuz we're all unique and we all have a different style and stuff like that but i know that when you shop from them you're you're supporting their dreams you're supporting their hard work there's so many other like moms out there like yeah. me like me too just finding any little time to 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 you know work on their passion and all that so like i I strongly am such a small business supporter as well. And, um, you know, like, even just for, like, myself, anytime I get an order, I could, like, pack it and be crying and be like, oh, my God, yeah, thank yeah. you. Like, it, it means, means so something. Much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It means something to you. Um, I like that you said that. You know, it's it, it's not a competition. You know, it's, it's working together and stuff like that. Um, but I know there's a lot of haters out there. Have you come across any catty people who are just, like, eh, or who, you know, through some shade in, mm-hmm. in, I mean, you don't have to say anybody's name, <laughs> but is, was there, was there times, has there been times since you've been doing this where it's just like,
1: mm-hmm. there,
0: there's been, so, cause there's always that, there's always, yeah. there's always somebody out there Yeah. who is going to like, you know, toss some shade your way.
1: Yeah. No. Um. It's funny that you say that because for a while I would be like, dang, I don't really get much hate like mm-hmm. I don't really like get people leaving catty comments or like and I was like does that mean like like I ha-? you know they you say, they say like yeah like, mama I made it I had like a hate comment <laughs> I'm like okay well I'd rather have a positive community around me anyway mm-hmm. but I think um in like the boutique world just that whole sense of like you copied me or you brought this in after I brought this in and it's like people are shopping for what's trending Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's just the way of business like you're not i do struggle with that where i want to keep it unique and be true to myself and bring in things because i like it and again it's my personal brand and that's the reason i started it Mm -hmm. but then you also have to to look at like okay there's certain things that are trending you know in the summertime and so obviously all these boutiques and other places are bringing it in too so you get that, that whole thing of like, oh, you're copying or you're copying my aesthetic or you're copying this and that. And I've come across that a couple of times, but I don't really engage in that. And I, I know I'm, I stay in my lane. I know what I want and I just focus on that. You know? Yeah, you're I mean? driven
0: to something. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, a lot of people, too, sometimes, especially for, you know, getting into a business is always going to be somebody who's going to critique you or, you know, review you or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's good. It's good that you don't really, you know, stay in, on, on a subject matter of just negativity or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, you, you, you keep on, uh, uh progressing mm-hmm. and you know what? That's, that's good. Uh, because a lot of people will take those negative comments and whatever comes their way and they'll, they'll bite at them. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what, that's kind of what that initial person wanted you to do in the first place. Yeah. Honestly,
1: And the thing is you have to be smarter about it too, especially looking at a bigger picture like, even if I were to engage in something away from my brand, I have to know that in the long run, that's going to represent my brand, uh-huh. like me engaging in something like that. So I have to know that, um, you know, to just let things go. And I'm really learning to just not let those things get to yeah. me, you know what I mean? Because it's pointless to engage in that. And then in the end, it's going to represent my brand. And I don't want my brand to be known as something yeah. like that. I want it to be all positive positive things to be putting out in this world you know
0: that's good yeah especially especially i think for people like us who actually have children you know we don't ever want to put that out yeah into the world and especially for them to see you know we want to okay. set a good example you want to be that role model oh, yeah mm-hmm. um yeah hell yeah i i, I support that a hundred percent um
1: law of attraction too you got to put out positive yeah. to receive positive we don't need to engage in negative stuff nothing you know? like that yeah.
0: you know what everybody whoever's listening Start putting out more positive vibes, you yes, know. Yes. I think we need that in the world, especially especially if you live in Los Angeles. I mean, we've been hit heavy in this city, and positive vibes can go a long way. So if you yeah. see somebody, just smile, say hello, mm-hmm. you know. You never know what they're going through.
1: Yeah. No, t- I agree 100%.
0: I'm going to have to work on that. I'm going to work on that, you know what, because I'm really like uh, – I'm just like a fast pace, you know, I'm like my phone, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do mm-hmm. something. I'm trying to do the next thing. You know, I need to, I need to start v- like vibing out into the world and, and my surroundings and just being one and stuff like that. Cause I don't want to be like a robot. I don't want to get into a robot mode because I know like doing the podcast, it does take a lot out of you cause you're trying to schedule things out. And I'm pretty sure you can attest to this when it comes to running a business, you know, first and foremost, it's always the family. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. um, has your being being a woman in the industry? Has there been a time where like men try to like, you know, holler at you and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I mean, that's something that I've just. <laughs> I hate the term "sliding in the DMs." Sliding in the, the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what other way to put but, it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a constant thing, and even like we were talking about earlier about being aware of like who I trust my mm-hmm. time with and, um, you know, like the photographers and all that. It's like, no, I just need to be careful with, you know, who I, who I let into my circle. Not everybody always has the right intentions, you yeah. know? So, you know, so, but I, I don't, I don't pay any You don't pay no mind. Yeah, no, I don't even, I don't even engage and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm taking, like, I just don't even respond, don't even...
0: Time is money. Yeah, no, it's and you ain't got that, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that—that's something
1: that'll always be there. But it's whatever. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't even bother my husband, honestly. That's
0: good. Yeah. That's good. I know a lot of the, like, especially now within you know this um, this culture of social media and stuff like that. A lot of people, it, it, I don't know, for some reason. I'm like, for me and my my girl, like, we're so. I guess old school in a sense where, like, we don't really pay attention to social media much. Like, Mm -hmm. I use it as a tool, Mm -hmm. you know. I don't use it to, like, you know, post things where, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the club on this and this and this and this. No, like, I use that as a tool to get where I need to be. And, obviously, to stay in touch with, like, friends and stuff like that and to promote this and to promote, you know, my photography and things like that. But I've never taken it as, like... (laughs) Sliding into somebody's DMs or something like that. You know, I've yeah. never done that. I've never, I, w- even with like Facebook, and I had a MySpace back in the day. Yeah. You know, MySpace
1: days. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I've never had to do that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just socially awkward when it comes to those things.
1: No, I mean, so, social media is such a powerful tool. And I think even I can get sucked into that world. And I recently, um, right before the new year, took a social media cleanse mm-hmm. for the month of December because. And I had never done that before. I had never done that before. Like, all I knew was like, my phone, this. But, like, I knew that to get where I wanted to go, I needed to recenter and refocus. And sometimes social media just, it consumes you. It does. It consumes you. And, you know, what? I was actually listening to a podcast on the way over here, and it said <laughs> something about um, don't let social media use you. you. You use social media. So, like, knowing what you're using it for, like having a purpose, what's the intent? Is it really just to socialize and just show your life like you said like being at the club this or that but like i needed to take a time off of social media for a little bit to recenter and be like okay what what is my why why am i doing this what who am i trying to quote unquote influence like what am i trying to influence what am i what am i trying to put out into this world so i think um those breaks are really needed to be honest because like I said sometimes you just get lost in the sauce and <laughs> it, it, it happens and no it totally happens like not you know like the whole comparing of yourself like I'm supposed to be here I'm supposed to be doing this but social media is a, such a powerful tool but I'm so thankful for it because you know I get to meet people yeah like you this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for social yeah, media you true. know what I mean so there's so many positives out of it um, but I think you just have to be careful
0: yeah you know I think that's the thing you just have to be careful you know, yeah. just be careful who you're giving, like you said, giving your time to, um, cause there, yeah, there is a lot of people who do have bad intentions or mm-hmm. they just don't have in- good intentions towards you. They might not have bad intentions in general, just they don't have good intentions towards you in a sense where they're not aware of those intentions yeah. and we're so caught up in this day and age where people are just out for themselves and they're just yep. worried about themselves that they don't mm-hmm. worry about other people and their feelings and you know what they do towards them. Uh, towards the people like they don't worry about consequences like me i always worry about like okay if i do something like i'm worried about the consequence of something like that you know um not to say i'm i i i i care about what everybody thinks because you know i i generally beat you know have i go to the beat of my own drum in a sense but i'm also aware of like whatever happens on the internet is going to stay on the internet now. Yeah, you know.
1: No, it's good to be aware. Yeah, it it's is. It's good to be aware.
0: Especially to, I mean, this is going back to, you know, our kids. Like, I got to show my kid, and I'm pretty sure the same for you, like, social media is just going to get more advanced as time goes on.
1: It scares me a little bit. That does. it. That's
0: <laughs> one scary thing, especially as uh, so much information, so much false information that's out there nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what that it does, you know. Being a father now, it it puts one of those big old red signs up, especially when I'm out places. It's like this is I don't know what I want my daughter to be exposed to, but it's so hard when everything is being exposed on social media, so much. the web, so even much. in the news nowadays. It's just like it's just hard not you to. Just see wanna, you just want you want
1: to protect them. Yeah, you want to protect them as long as possible. But you're right. I mean, it's like this world that it's so hard to shelter them unless you're going to completely shelter them, but then they're not going to see the world, real world for what it is. You know what I mean? You're going to be Amish. Yeah. (laughs) And um, (laughs) like, for example, like even just like with my son, like I don't put him on social media as much. Like I have like another account that I like use for family and friends that I actually post pictures of him. And sometimes people are so taken aback. They're like, Oh, you have a son? Like, I didn't know you had a son. Well, I don't post him too much because I just am really aware of like, putting that image out there but then my son's getting older now and for example I make YouTube videos and he wants to be a part of them he's like he's he watches YouTubes he watch you know the kids playing making their videos and he wants to make videos so it's like kind of that that world of like you know like you said what we're used to in that traditionalness of like n- trying to shelter them from that but then we're also l- coming into this new world of like technology yeah. and like their TV is YouTube nowadays. And like, it's just a completely changing world that like we have to adapt to. So, um, I think being a young parent that is, it's very difficult to kind of find like, like, do I let him watch YouTube? Do I let him yeah. be a part of my videos? Like, you know, again, it's just that protective. It's a, it's a
0: trade off of a thing. I mean, yeah. like I remember, you know, like, my grandparents saying, like, oh, it's in the TV. You guys watch too much TV, and this and that and that. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And TV's too expensive, and now we don't have it because we have the internet and we watch YouTube, and now you can't even watch YouTube because it's, just, like, just... It's it's one of those revolving things that yeah. never ends, and it's yeah. crazy. But I think as for parents, us, like, you know, we can only control so much. We got to... and I, Like I was telling my, my girlfriend, you know, there's going to be a point where I'm going to have to trust my daughter and know that she going to do the right thing because the i decisions. had i yeah it's instilled that in her mm-hmm. and i'm gonna have to just okay you know what to do i gave you some of the tools yeah this is this is the world this is what a taste of it is you know when she goes into like elementary or middle school and stuff like that though middle school is the one thing i'm worried about that's like the introduction to like oh shit because i remember back in middle school when i was in middle school i'm like <laughs> oh i'm out of elementary i'm just like a bubbly kid and boom, just a bunch of shit that I didn't know. And I'm like, oh, so that's how you be a teen. Okay.
1: I'm sure for you, especially having a daughter, like that's, and you, you being a man and you just knowing. So like, I'm sure that I I want a daughter so bad, but I'm sure that like, there's a lot of things that come in your head. Like, oh my God, I want to protect her. I want to protect her, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm, it's, it's one of those things like we're going to have to face, you know, there's just so much stuff coming out. Technology is just advancing and, you know, it's not going to be the same in 10 years from now. And it's going to be totally different. But it, that also can be good for us, especially when it comes to being a business owner or creative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I can't wait for those tools to come out too as well because, you know, as much as social media helps us, as much as, um, you know, these tools that, you know, we're creating with help us, you know, it's an innovation. And I would I would be lying if I said I wasn't here for progress because I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see the progress. Mm-hmm. But you know 10 years from now you know we're going to be the old school cats and the <laughs> back in my day back in my days, <laughs> and then here it comes to the millennials <laughs> well this is how it is now you know well shit yeah no I'm just but i'm adjust, but. yeah it's an adjustment thing you know but i know people who are like 50 60 years old and they're with the times yeah they know how to use multiple things and you know what they invested in those companies that's kind of what i want to do i want to be an investment in somebody's eyes, you know, like, especially with your company, you know. I know you probably have, like, an end goal of, like, this is where I want the company here, and then 10 years from now, this is where I want the company to be. Like, I know you have those goals. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the sky's the limit when it comes to this new age of just putting that stuff out there. Um, going back to your, uh, to your, your company... Do you have, like, a, a, a set go- – not a set goal. I wouldn't want to say set because I don't want you to, like, box it in. Mm-hmm. Do you have a goal, like, where your baby wants to be? Like, where you want the baby to be? You know, do you, like, see boutique stores and, and – and or, you know, as opposed to your e-commerce store? Like, what do you see?
1: Yeah. So, definitely – what I see in the near future is I really want to open up, um, like a pickup store, not a storefront, but like a pickup location. So mm-hmm. having a warehouse and having a pickup location, cause I know, um, even just myself being like an online consumer, mm-hmm. shipping always is like a huge thing for people. Like, okay, I don't want, I just spent like $10 on a shirt, but I gotta spend $10 on shipping, you know? Yeah. So I know that's a huge thing. And, um, I don't think I want to have an, like a brick and mortar like storefront where people can shop, but I would like to have something where they can still browse online, and have the option to not to to not pay for shipping and pick up in Do person. A pick up. Mm. Do a pickup. Do mm-hmm. a pickup.
0: That'll be interesting, especially now with like amazon doing i feel like amazon did fuck the game up to be honest i'm not gonna lie (laughs) amazon's huge amazon's huge huge and that two-day shipping man it's so easy so easy but you know what a lot of the shit that comes from amazon it's not the best product in the world
1: i mean anyone can sell on amazon Amazon, yeah Mm -hmm. anybody
0: can sell on amazon and anybody can put their shit up and you know you can be you can yeah but the thought of like these places, you know, maybe, maybe one day there will be a company where, you know, you can do like a s- specific pickup stuff. Because I know Amazon does that. Like, it's like a bunch of like seven el- the, the Seven lockers, Eleven lockers yeah. with mm-hmm. Amazon stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that's kind of what I do, you know, because I don't want to wait, so I have it go to Amazon. So here I'm knocking Amazon, but I'm like praising Amazon at the, <laughs> at the same, same time. time. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's hard out here. Yeah. It's hard out here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that'll be a good go And you know what? I, that's the first time I've heard somebody who has, you know, a company that sells product want to go that route instead of the, you know, the storefront. Storefront, yeah. Which is interesting. It's really interesting yeah, to think about. And,
1: yeah, and I think, I mean, in because, again, going back to the old way of thinking, you think business, you think storefront, you think that's how you're going to get customers. Um, but where we have, you know, these tools, social media, online, that, we don't have to necessarily go that route. I don't have to open a storefront unless I want to. I mean, of course, you know, you always have to take into account, like, you know, finances and all that. And if it makes sense, then it makes sense. But for me, like, just just, I think the next step for me in the, the near future is to do, like, a pickup showroom s- s- storefront in yeah. a sense. But it's not like they can go into a dressing room and try it on yeah, or something yeah. like that. It's a showroom. They came to pick up their online order, and that's it.
0: That's cool. You know, I think that'll be cool to do. Yeah, I can see that. You know, and I can see a lot of companies picking up on something like that, trying to combat the Amazon route and stuff like that. Although I wouldn't advise a lot of people to buy on Amazon. You know what? Go with your local, small you know, business. small business <laughs> because that's where it's at. That's where you're gonna get the best customer service, to be honest. Because yeah. you're gonna be talking to a real person. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna be talking to somebody that's gonna be overseas. That's the key difference, people you are getting quality over the quantity and yeah that's I I can't stress that enough how that how that's important the customer and 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 owner interaction you know for all I know if I buy from Amazon (laughs) some Chinese company
1: no yeah no it's totally true and I and I I get my customers tell me and it makes me so 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 happy when like they post their package or whatever mm-hmm. on Instagram and I get customers telling me how much they love having a handwritten note from me.
0: Oh, you handwritten like, notes. I handwrite Ooh, nice. my
1: notes because I want to have that personal touch because again, like you said, it's just that, that, that customer service and that interaction yeah, and connecting yeah. with the customer. So like you want, I want them to open up their package and be like, Oh my God, it's a gift from me. There's a note it's addressed to me. Um, it's packaged cute or, you know, like, a present to them versus something that you said, like, you're you're buying from some company. You don't even know who the person, the person behind is, yeah. the brand is, you know? So that's something that I I take pride in, for sure. I take pride in, um, you know, handwriting my notes and really thinking my customers. Because I am grateful for every single person that has bought from me, from every single person that believes in me. I'm super, super grateful, you know? Like, that's the reason why I am doing what I'm doing and how I can continue on is through my customers. So I make sure that they know and
0: that's good that's awesome honestly when you get like a handwritten note i mean even when i get a handwritten card from like my girlfriend you know like on valentine's Day and stuff, <laughs> like that, it's so amazing because it's a personal thing
1: it's the effort yeah. you know
0: it's the effort and that makes a customer want to be a recurring customer like for me when i'm going out to eat or something at a restaurant and you know the owner or you know the staff there make it that much more you know, engaging and makes you want to go back. It makes you want it to be like the spot to go to, like, you know, and and for you doing that, that's just a plus you're winning in my book, to be honest, (laughs) man. Yeah. Um, but that's great. That's great to hear. I mean, you have a lot of things going for yourself. You're trying to balance not only, um, you know, the family life, you know, your career, um, your goals as well with the business. I mean, You're an example to a lot of women out there and to a lot of young girls and, you know, to my uh, daughter, too, because I want her to see these and I want her to reflect on the people that I came across, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, women like you who Mm -hmm. are just just, you know, fucking grinding Mm -hmm. and just putting it out there Mm -hmm. and, you know, being unapologetic on what they do and, you know, how they see fit. So I'm so glad that. There are people like you in this world still that just keep on doing what they need to be doing, and that's just progressing, elevating. And I'm so happy to hear that. Um, so as we come down, uh, uh, closing down to this episode, um, is there something uh, that you uh, would give your younger self the advice? Um, would there just any? It can be anything, but. What would one piece of advice that you would give your younger self, what would that be?
1: Yeah, that's a good one. So um, I definitely would say to my younger self to stop conforming and caring so much about what people think, because that's something that I struggled with a lot growing up. Like I wanted to fit in and I wanted to wear the right things so to look cool or this or that. And as I get older and really connecting to to my true self, I see that none of that matters. None of that matters, you know? So I wish that I would have learned that um, earlier on. And I think that is where the whole women in business and role models come into play. So that way they can encourage younger women to just be confidently themselves. Not saying that I didn't have any women. Of course I had my mother and not that I didn't have any women figures like that, but I think now with social media, again, being so easily accessible and younger women can see that, um, that they could just be themselves and be liked for who they are. Um, I wish I had that. I wish I had that when I was younger, you know, and, um, but it's okay because I'm here now and I'm happy and things are aligning for me and, um, I love myself now. So that's all that really matters. But I wonder what it would have been like a little bit learning that on a little bit earlier on in life. You know what I mean? Like going through high school and just just knowing that I could be myself and it it's everything's gonna come to me. everything's gonna come full circle. Like I don't need to try and be something else, you know.
0: Alyssa, uh, so thank you so much for being here on the on the on today's episode. Um like I said, I've been I've I wasn't really looking forward to this specifically because we were gonna be talking business, but not only that, mm-hmm. this was uh, an empowering thing especially because I don't know it, it, it hits close home cuz I have a daughter and I want her to be you know a woman of success especially in the eyes of like the people that I come across and her mother as well and the her the rest of the the women in her family and I mm-hmm. I, I want to push that as much as I can and I think this uh, reminds me of uh... something that I heard it's like invest invest in your daughters or you know in, in general invest in your kids you know because they're a reflection of you and you want to be the best that you can be and you're not gonna get everything 100 percent i know that but what we can do is guide them to to getting them to be you know the best version of themselves um and yeah once again thank you for being here and could you tell everybody where they can find you at?
1: yes so you can find me at listique.com is my website and then our social media is just listique l y s s t i q u e and then my personal blogging pl- page is lady list so you guys can find me there and i just wanted to say thank you thank you so much for having me um it's really really great what you're doing and giving entrepreneurs young entrepreneurs small business a platform to just talk about you know things that we go through and sometimes like the public doesn't see that you know they just see what you're cranking out but they don't see the behind the mm-hmm. scenes so um thank you for having me and for creating this platform and I, i'm you're gonna do really good things i, I know you're really gonna do really thank big you so things. much
0: thank you um and thank you everybody for tuning in uh, my name is michael real and this is the create one podcast we'll see you next time Bounce the a noisy shit, breaking all the rules, chronic blues, killing the accordions. We don't follow these ordinances, coordinated with a smokest blitz, infatuated by these haters. Few my flows, but they're trying to escape the world like I'm shooming you and me both. Heaven behold, to keep it real, which you was told. Mining the underground, fuck around, be finding some gold. Maybe you're wrong, but the world don't seem right anymore. Keep pushing on, ever since Big Y'alls put it on. This hip hop needle got me deeper, feeling my arm. And evidence told me whether or not it's always gonna stop. That's why I'm always chilling in the cut, like new a My world is born and I'm to the mind like Jedi.
1: But then Jedi. again, again, the way I just roll up to get high. My word is going-